0: Hello, hello everyone, welcome. My name is Nyla and thank you for tuning in. You're listening to Green of Thoughts, the podcast about environmental news, commentary, environmental facts, and of course other things you'd like to know. Today's topic is all about the Amazon and how it's on fire right now and ways to aid. The podcast Greener Thoughts is produced every Sunday and Thursday. Please be sure to favorite, review, and also share Greener Thoughts. It truly means a lot to me. Uh, Next thing you can do is, lastly, be sure to contact Greener Thoughts by voice message. The um, info is in the podcast description and as well as every episode show notes, or you can always send an email to Podcast at gmail.com. Alright, so there aren't any announcements for this podcast episode, so I'm going to just go straight forward into the another news segment. And so the first headline I have for you all regarding um, the quick dose of what's going on and happening in today's world is simply the first uh, headline I'm going to talk about. so nearly 100% of Trump funds designed to help farmers went to white farmers. And that was on uh, grist.org. And so their um, market facilitation program, which is only about a year old, it's one of the largest and current biggest source of federal farm subsidies. And it had 99.5% of its funding and funds go to um, white farm operators. Now, um, according to the um, past Department of Agricultural um, Census, there are or were about um, 45,000 black farmers in the United States in 2017, so a few years back. But compare that to nearly um, 1 million black farmers in 1910, so that's a drastic drop um, and even though mostly today um, white farmers are composed of um, 3.2 uh, million or 95% of farmers, um, black farms tend to be smaller and generate less income compared to white farms. Um, uh, the headline and everything goes on to talk about the environmental working group. Um, The senior vice president there, Mr. Scott Faber, he went on to write in a recent report that, quote, for many years, the USDA systematically favored white farmers by denying or delaying loans to black farmers, end quote. The second headline is that Florida palm trees are under attack from lethal bronzing, and that was found on Huffington Post, aka um, HuffPost. Now, there is a interesting little insect. It's a non-native, uh, spiraling white fly. So my Floridians out there who may you know, know about this insect, it's very pesky and it's very, um, very uh, detrimental and hazardous to your uh, wildlife. Especially your plants, and so it's causing great disturbances amongst the states, and amongst the uh, state of Florida's official state tree, the tall and broad-leafed uh, uh, sabal palm. And the lethal bronzing is found in other states like Texas, and also it's in the Caribbean. And the disease is a, it's a bacterial uh, infection, in a bacterial disease. Um, It's heavily concentrated already amongst Jamaica's coconut plantations, so it's heavy there. And also in Brazil, um, they're also taking preventative measures to avoid um, invasion of the bacterial infection. The last and third headline is um, about South Africa. So the shocking rate of plant extinctions in South Africa um, is what's happening there. And that headline. Um, It's found on ScienceDaily.com, in the Science News section. So there are uh, different plant extinctions going on right now from South Africa's three biodiversity hotspots, um, which represent 45.4% of all extinctions from 10 of the world's 36 hotspots. This is what new research finds. And for anyone who doesn't know, hotspots are uh, really concentrated biodiverse uh, areas uh, within our world, and most of them, uh, if not a huge chunk of them, are under um, severe distress and threat because of human disturbances um, in those areas. And some of the main drivers of extinctions uh, in South Africa, for example, um, are their agricultural where were, um, it's at 49.4% uh, of the extinction problem and then urbanization is 38% and then invasive species which is 22%. So at this rate, um, the scientists predict that in the areas they studied, an additional 21 plant species will go extinct by 2030 um, and then 47 species by 2050 and 110 species a um, hundred years uh, into the future at 2100 uh, the year. If anyone is interested, if you would like more information on uh, the extinction uh, of plants in South Africa and them losing their biodiversity, the journal article is called Recent Anthropogenic Planned Extinctions Differ in Biodiversity Hotspots and Cold Spots and it's featured in the journal Current Biology. I will put the research link in the show notes so you all can check that out. Um, So, on to the news. So, I decided to um, look into the news for today, um, for this podcast episode, and it comes from NPR in the environment section, and I, I knew that there were Things happening in the Amazon, as they always are, we always try and fight for the Amazon protected as best we can, Um, but the poachers who steal the animals, and the farmers, and those who are corrupted, and who want to not play by the rules, they decide to cut down our trees, or the trees of the Amazon, and make life worse for those who live there, and Um, with illegal logging and tons of other different types of environmental crimes. Someone needs to talk about this, and I'm one to do it. There's plenty of others who are probably doing it. I'm not sure um, in what fashion, but I want to give you guys the inside scoop and give you some really great um, things to think about and also some tips about how to help at home. So if you can't necessarily go to Brazil or uh, create a human chain, um, with your bodies, you can create a human chain and pass out this information, uh, which I help to, you know, try and do and help you all. And so I'm going to get started. So um, the, I guess, title for this piece is called Hashtag Save the Amazon, and it's so much bigger than just a hashtag, but... This is a sustained movement that's been happening for decades and now it's gotten worse because it's up in smoke and because the fires are burning and they're burning really harshly for some time now. So the uh, point I want to get into is now what is happening to the Amazon? Well, so far, mostly in Amazon... There have been 74,155 fires in Brazil alone so far this is you know this year, um, in 2019. Um, and the fires they really jumped um, last year even. They jumped from um, in 2018, or in the year 2018, um, by 80 percent, which is staggering enough. So almost 75,000 fires between you know this year and also uh, 2018 uh the brazil brazil's national institute for space research or INPE uh for short actually reported that nearly 36,000 of those fires um ignited within the past month alone so within uh, within august 2019 or as of um august uh 2019 the fires were started um 36,000 of them which is a staggering amount The president of Brazil, Mr. Jair Bolsonaro, Bolsonaro, I'll call him and refer to him, is on the opposite end when it comes to being a relief to the problem. He is a far-right, pro-business figure, and he is the newest leader in the country as of January 2019. He is really staunch on environmental regulations, and he is... Um, one to believe that they impede somehow on Brazil's economic growth, uh, as a country. So he's not for the environment in the ways that we would think, um, as a president of one of the greenest places on the planet, uh, for speaking, uh, from a tree perspective and as a country, it has so much immense, um, power in its trees and in its, uh, Amazon forest. And so since taking office, um, Bolsonaro has, one, he's diminished the staff, and two, he's actually decreased funding and diminished it in the power of the environmental agencies of Brazil. So recently, he was uh, referring to and entering comments about the uh, Amazonian uh, fires and recently asked about them, and he ridiculously said, um, ridiculously said or suggested, quote, non-governmental organizations have been setting the fires themselves as retaliation for the scaling back of Brazil's usual funding support for them, end quote. So that just puts you at a, a, at a, a not good place with this president because he's blaming the organizations that don't happen to be government related at all and thinking that they're somehow creating these fires just because and just because maybe they want to see, you know, Brazil not rise up and be an economic power. That's not right, in my opinion. And I I know that he's been probably corrupted even more so since stepping in office in January 2019 but it just gets worse. And the people of Brazil probably know firsthand, all my Brazilian listeners. So um, I really feel for you because I think um, even the president in the United States, we we currently have right now, he is corrupted in many, many ways. And so I feel your sympathy and I am sorry firsthand that you had to deal with the president who believes these fires are getting set intentionally by a force that's not even of himself or his office or anyone he knows. So let's go on to the repercussions of these fires and their environmental impact for just a quick second. So the INPE, which I had talked about a little bit earlier, um, it says the amount of land uh, that was uh, deforested last month alone, so um, just uh, within what July or so, um, but they also went back to August, to to June, um, 2018 alone represented nearly a 300% surge over deforestation in June 2018. So that's an immense increase. Um, and then um, there's a man by uh, Flubio Mascarenhas. He is from the Chico Mendez Institute for Biodiversity Conservation. And he actually told um, NPR that the operations um, that the agency usually carries out against illegal loggers and ranchers has been drastically scaled back this year. So that just puts you into, you know, what's going on right now that it's really corrupt there. Like they're not funding what they're supposed to be funding and making they're making deals behind people's backs and I just it feels like a mess and just looking from the outside in it's it's worrying to think about like no one wants to think about political corruption but you know it just gets worse and because of um Bolsonaro's comments you know which I mentioned earlier he's not really on the side of making this problem of fires go away. And he's not in the best interest of the Amazonian people. He's just not. To conclude, I have a few quotables before I get to my thoughts. And the first one is um, from Ivo Casol. And he's a Brazilian uh, politician from Rodinia. Um, And he um, said of or is was said by or said of a public prosecutor of uh Casol, uh to be the founding father of deforestation so the public prosecutor deemed uh Ivo Casol the founding father of deforestation quote um so any of my Brazilian listeners who are listening you probably know this man firsthand Ivo Casol and if so, I'd love to learn your thoughts on him as a leader. My second quote is that um, it's about a local rubber tapper named uh, Gesalda, uh Pilker. And she said, quote, To cut down a tree is like cutting out a piece of us. No one does anything to save us. We people of the forest are peaceful and we don't want this war. End quote. And the last um, quote I have for you all is from, again, Mr. Uh, Fluvio Mascarenhas of the Chico Mendez Institute for uh, Biodiversity Conservation. He says, quote, every time you look at a satellite image of the forest, you see another little piece missing, end quote. So... Overall, I I believe in the power of saying we must protect the rainforest and we need to protect the rainforest. But in my mind, I also question, like, what are we really doing to protect it? If we're still using paper, which, by the way, if you don't recycle it or if you never touch it or see it again, that's a waste of paper. Like, for me, I don't use paper like a machine. And if I do... I do recycle it, and I also try to do everything computer-based so that I never have to resort to paper. And for those who use paper or are paper-based, there's a, a fact out there that I probably should have quoted, and uh it was talking about, I think, to, from eighty to ninety percent of the the papers that are, are made and used in a file wet and they're filed away, they're never seen again. Like, they're never picked up again. And so, you know, your paper usage is very important. You know, paper products, period. And that's one way, one powerful way to protect the rainforest, of course. And there's other things as well. Um, In regards to um, President uh, Bolsonaro, he said recently that the country lacks the resources to fight the fires. Um, and I was from treehugger.com and i found that kind of ironic because brazil has a huge gdp and it as of 2017 um at the time it was 3.2 trillion in a nominal um gdp of 2.0 trillion so there's money um coming out of brazil going in brazil and it should have in um, that figure was from WorldAtlas.com. Like it has the capacity to put out its fires. It's just that there's corruption at this level, at the stage in government where you have your president not wanting to protect and actually put out the fires and not and not combat the backdoor deals that are going on by the United States and other big powers. Um, that are negotiating and getting contracts for this lumber and for the trees and forests of the Amazon. Let's be real. That's what's happening. And the United States has been a big enemy in this for a long time, as in it's not been the solution. It's been part of the problem. And, you know, sad to say, I don't know if this monster is going to end with the United States, you know, picking up and doing something else. Or just not taking Amazon forests and wood and lumber at all, and it this problem continually diminishing, and over time the United States backs out of it and turns and does a one eighty. I'm not sure if that will happen in my lifetime um I do want for the trees to be protected though, and if they can be protected within the next 30, 20 years or so, then we may have hope before the end of the century comes around, and things get exorbitantly worse. I, I know that there are um, industries that thrive on the Brazilian um, forest being, or forests being destroyed. So agriculture, modern agriculture, um, paper products, like I said before, soybean farms is huge industry there, um, and there are other things that have to do with the importation of um, American, uh, goods, and and what we export also, like it, we use wood for many things. I think if we weren't part of those industries, then they would topple over but and then there wouldn't be a need for that wood. So dismantling some of those industries that I talked about is very important as well. There's many others, but the big, so one of the biggest players is the agricultural one because big ag is huge. Um, There was a quote that I found while um researching a bit more for different resources to bring upon uh, to you all later, And one of the women who lived as a farmer um, on one of the Amazon uh, settlements, uh, she said, quote, you burn or you starve, end quote. And that really struck me because I didn't like the black and white simplicity she gave, but there was harshness in that because she's saying, you know, if we don't burn our forests, if we don't burn our backyards, our where we Where we live, where we grow our food, we can't survive, we have to sell it in a sense because to some degree, they feel like they have to do that, but it shouldn't be like that, and they shouldn't have to resort to that. I found that so so numbing i i couldn't I couldn't fathom that someone would have to burn where they live or 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 their their homeland just to make a quick dollar just to make some money that's not really going to go far but that's a problem that has been growing, and it's not her fault to have done that, but it's a symptom of the problem, is what I'm trying to say. It's a bigger problem than this one farmer admitting that she has to burn her land, her, her beautiful forest, of, where, of which she comes from, to survive. And it's it's from many players that this is a big issue. Um, quick fact, in 2016, Global tree cover loss reached a record of 73.4 million uh, acres. So that's 29.7 million hectares. This is according to the University of Maryland. So not too far from me. Uh, Last thing I want to talk about is a contrasting uh, news story, I guess. And it's about the farmers who are on board with uh, Bolsonaro. So I'm going to link a website link for you all to also check out, and you can get the um, information on farmers who um, could be setting ablaze different fires in um, in celebration or in support of Bolsonaro. Just to get a different perspective of this for those who may be on board with Bolsonaro. I'm not sure how anyone could be but anyone is free to check that out um last but not least uh last thing is a key takeaway is that um you know brazil is one of the most dangerous places to be an environmentalist and i learned that a few years back and i'm not really surprised but it's it's scary to to know that you could die for something you love so much and you would be one of thousands who has died in many, many decades for something that should be obvious to protect. Um, So for all those who are standing in solidarity, sharing their stories, fighting, uh, protesting, supporting, volunteering, giving money, giving funds, giving of yourselves to fight these Amazon forests and even these fires, and they've been doing so for some time, and even if you've been a conservationalist for many, many years, I thank you. I don't know who you are, how many of you are out there, but if you're listening to this message, I thank you for protecting the Amazon forest and you deserve so much support. You don't deserve to live in fear or, or to be chastised for maybe someone telling you that it's a lost cause because it's been, you know, two and three decades and not much has happened, but a lot has happened. So don't give up hope. And continue on fighting for for what's right and fighting for the Amazon. Do you love Greener Thoughts? Supporting Greener Thoughts ensures more giveaways are available with even more exciting prizes, future Greener Thoughts merchandise, and surprises found only on Greener Thoughts. I greatly appreciate and love all of the listeners who have tuned in and who support Greener Thoughts by doing good for the planet. One of the many ways I would love your support is by clicking the second lower link in the description section of this episode. It's the direct support link for Greener Thoughts. Next is the Mother Earth Minutes, which we're going to take part in, and it's where I review in the next few minutes actions that you can take to combat the issue in the episode, and as always, save Mother Earth. Um, A quick rainforest fact is that according to Rainforest Action Network, the United States has less than 5% of the world's population, yet it consumes more than 30% of the world's paper. That was from uh, Conserve... Uh, energyfuture.com the first resource I think is very important is, is where I found the um, quote from the uh, woman farmer is from uh, this website on NPR and so I'm going to link it in the uh, show notes for you all it's at um, apps.npr.org forward slash look at this all connected forward slash posts forward slash forward slash and uh, I thought it was so striking to um, witness all the pictures and look up I looked up some of the the data from um, different slides and it's about a 12 to 15 minute read and it's it's more picture-based but it's also um, statistical data in there and personal stories it doesn't have videos in the the slides from NPR but it's very powerful and um it was pretty recent too so if you have some time um and you want to also share the link you can do so as well and uh it's pretty it's pretty striking because it's just so it's just so real the images of the amazon forest and um it's it's sad to see that that's been happening for a long time the um second tip and resource I have for you is concentrated on um, the forests and protection um, of those forests in Amazon and organizations that are um, key to making that happen. And so in no particular order, um, if you'd like to volunteer or fund or work in these organizations or petition Um, on behalf or with these organizations, that is a place to start. And so, um, uh, about a handful of these I'm familiar with. Um, And so I've known about them for some years, but there are some also uh, newer ones um, also on this list. So I'm going to read them uh, with you all. So um, the first one is the Amazon Conservation Association. And they're found on uh, www.amazonconservation.org. Then the second one is the Amazon Aid Foundation. It's at uh, amazonaid.org. And then there's the, the third one, the Amazon Conservation Team. You can find out more information uh, about them at amazonteam.org. The fourth is Amazon Watch. They're found on their website, amazonwatch.org. The fifth is Rainforest Foundation U.S and they're found at rainforestfoundation.org. The sixth is Rainforest Trust, and you can find out more information at their website, rainforesttrust.org. The seventh is Rainforest Action Network, and they're at www.ran.org, or R-A-N. The um, eighth organization is called the Rainforest Alliance, and you can find out more about them at rainforest-alliance.org. The ninth is called Survival International, and they're found at www.survivalinternational.org. The tenth and last one is International Working Group for Indigenous Affairs, and you can find out more about their website at www.iwgia.org forward slash e-n forward slash. The third tip I have for you is to, of course, look into rainforest certified products. So there's a number of them, and um, you can check out their seals of approval, I guess you could say. So the Rain- the Forest Stewardship Council, or FSC, has a special seal and also the Rainforest Alliance, or RA, has a special seal as well that you can look um, for on different products that span the gamut and see which ones check out and if they are green in the fact that they protect forests naturally growing and are um, not consuming resources that they do not need to. So if you're in the United States uh, or abroad, and would still like to look at the list of products. And for more information, I'll link the i am linking in the show notes. You can go to uh, us.fsc.org forward slash en for English dash US forward slash market forward slash find dash products. And again, I will link it in the show notes for you all. The fourth uh, tip before the last one, the fifth one, is um, to all my Brazilian and Portuguese listeners or um, Portuguese speakers... Um, and those who understand the language, um, you can, you know, craft a letter to the president, this corrupt president. So, um, change.org has a bunch of different petitions and also, there are also, um, other organizations on the site and other sites that have crafted petitions as well. So, you know, I'd like to get into crafting a letter. That'd be really fun because I talked about it a few days ago, actually, um, as of this podcast episode and and releasing it and stuff. And so um, Change.org has over 130 petitions already. So take your pick and chime on board and send it to the right people or share it so that you can get the support going and uh, helping the Amazon forest right now. My fifth and last uh, tip is in regards to environmentally friendly products. Um, but more so searching them. Like if you've ever thought about where you search for your products or how you do it, um, check out Ecosia.org. Ecosia is a wonderful search engine and I use it and I've used it for probably more than six months um, as of this uh, podcast episode. And so it actually does you very good because it plants a tree for every 45 searches that you do on it. And Ecosia has been committed to planting 1 million trees in Brazil just over the past uh, six months, so over the past half of a year in uh, 2019 or so. And you can check out more at um, ecosia.org. I'll link that in the show notes as well. So it's like eco, so E-C-O-S-I-A dot org. The eco-fact of the day is that scientists capture the first image of a black hole, M87, and it's, quote, like looking at the gates of hell, end quote. That fact was sourced from the Sierra Club Sierra Magazine in a July-August 2019 issue. Green the wants to hear your story. You can choose to self-nominate or nominate an individual who exhibits environmental stewardship and supports the environment. You can work hard in the environmental field, in either an organization or company. Either way, let Greener Thoughts know. If you want to tell your story and be in for a unique surprise, please be sure to send your 200-word essay to the email address greenthoughtspodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. so we're coming on to the almost end of the podcast episode, and before I get to that, I want to share with you the eco company spotlight and all about the next um newest um, eco company I have for you and by chance, if you happen to have a product or service that is really you know great and you've made it or really love pitching it and you love me of course to review it. You can, of course, send me the details by voice message or email in thoughts. And uh, I've been doing a reviewing of my favorite brands for some time now. So since February of 2019, and I love it. And my latest um, eco company, which I want to talk to you about, is called Allocay Naturals. So Allocay Naturals is my old school go-to for hair... Um, products and them being natural. It's uh, the award-winning hair company uh, that was started by CEO Rochelle Alake Graham Campbell, and she is a entrepreneur, um, a natural hair beauty and lifestyle YouTube influencer, philanthropist, wife, and also mother. She began as Black Onyx seventy-seven on YouTube in two thousand eight. And she has since amassed um, more than 113,000 subscribers and 16.5 million views on her channel. And Graham Campbell has put in the work and skill to help you perfect your hair and also skin its, to be its healthiest yet. Now, Allocate Naturals products, they range. And you can find them a ton of different places. So her line can be found at over 150 independent retail locations worldwide. So that includes Dubai, France, the Netherlands, the United Kingdom, Jamaica, Nigeria, um, Bermuda, just to name a few places, and also uh, this all uh, being made, of course, in the United States. Uh, Allokai Naturals has a bit of press uh, regarding them, and some of them are notables, like uh, Black Enterprise, Essence, Forbes, uh, The New York Times, and also other notable publications. So I want to get to my experience of Allocate Naturals. So I fell for it and loved it way, way back. So uh, when I was in university, um, so this was the middle between... Um, 2010 and 2014 so within that those years i first experienced allocate naturals and i was a complete natural hair uh, guru and junkie when it came to all types of different hair care products uh, black owned businesses um, and mostly those were the ones i saw on um youtube and so i i loved her uh, shampoo and conditioner and i used it for some time but I don't always use too much of it because, or as much as I, you know, would would do, you know, back then because I have super short uh, hair. And so I cut it and it's a buzz cut, um, as I told you all. And I love, love, love my hair now. And so it's easy maintenance and whatnot. And I, I love it. And so I fell for um, her shampoo and conditioner. Very sweet smelling, good ingredients, lush. Um, it lasts for some time, and it's very thoughtful, her packaging. It's super cute with all the bright colors, the flowers, um, and you can't go wrong with it. I loved her hair growth oil. That's very, it was very nourishing, um, and it had different smells to it. And I remember one time I i bought the, the the hair oil, and it had, like, flower petals in it. I thought that was the coolest thing, and I still do. And um, I tried her hair parfait. This is you know, years back, but uh, I, I still see some of her products in uh, Target because I do shop there sometimes for little things. Um, and also her gel. That gel was, it had a consistency that was out of this world, but it was so nourishing is what I'm trying to say. All these these attributes of her products are very good. I would not turn anything down and I would go back in time just to smell the smells or buy it locally at Target Um and I couldn't recommend it highly enough. It's just amazing what those products can do for your hair. And they nourish your hair and they support it in the fact that it won't break. And you can really see a difference and have that healthy hair that you've been always wanting uh, and wanting to dream of and have. So I also love um, Alkin Naturals as a company um, because uh, this is a, a woman entrepreneur. So she's doing her, her things in um, being a big business owner, it's a black owned business. She's of Caribbean descent, uh, as am I. And she also empowers young girls and women to achieve and just go beyond themselves and be strong and make an impact in the world. Uh, Allocate Naturals can be found online, like on the website, allocatrals.com. So A L I K A Naturals.com. Amazon.com, shop.naturallycurly.com, um, also they can be found at Bed Bath & Beyond, CVS, Harmon Face Values, Kroger, Meyer, Publix, Rite Aid, Target, Walmart, and of course public stores nationwide. Allocate Naturals is on the following social media platforms of Facebook at Allocate Naturals. Instagram at Allocate Naturals, all one word, all lowercase, and on LinkedIn also at Allocate Naturals. Same thing with Pinterest at Allocate Naturals, Twitter at Allocate Naturals, and also YouTube at Allocate Naturals. Last thing for you all is to uh, contact them by going to the website, of course, allocatenaturals.com and then viewing the bottom of the webpage and then click the contact us tab under customer service to go to the contact page. All right, so thank you everyone out there for listening and absorbing this information and taking heed to it and hopefully you share it just as much as I love producing it and making all this good info for you all um and so that's one powerful thing to save the rainforest if you feel like this podcast episode especially touched you be sure to save the rainforest and and mean it and give this information support it um and tag a friend you know share it on social media or join forces and create your own uh, something special so that the Amazon is here for many, many generations to come. So um, I hope to uh, talk with you all in another podcast episode coming up soon, of course. But until then, you all take care. Bye.